Good afternoon and welcome to our weekly conversation here on 95.3 WLKR, brought to you by the Sharpnack Auto Group in Willard. You'll have peace of mind with Sharpnack's Buyer's Advantage and Sharpnack Care. Learn more at drivesharpnack.com. I'm the Captain Chris Morgan, joined once again this week by the radio voice of the Cleveland Cavaliers, Tim Alcorn. Thanks for joining us once again on the air, Tim, and boy, the Cavs playing some really good basketball here of late. They've won a seven of their last 10, and that includes three of their last four to now sit at an 11 and nine mark overall on the season so far. Yeah. The, uh, the loss against Portland hopefully was an outlier. Uh, as you mentioned, they've won three out of four, seven of their last 10. They're getting healthy. Finally, although Karis Levert, uh, won't be able to go tonight and maybe for a couple of more games, we'll keep an eye on that scenario, but yeah, this is a team that seems to be finding its footing. Uh, yeah, and that last matchup, of course, uh, on Saturday against Detroit, a 110-101 to win over the Pistons. What really stood out to you in that win over Detroit on Saturday night, Tim? I don't know if it's a what rather than a who, uh, and it's Isaac Okoro. Uh, boy, he his value is sometimes uh, underestimated, Chris. Uh, he's a guy that comes in off the bench, of course, uh, for the last couple of years had started, but now with the addition of Max Struess, uh, that really gives JB a luxury of having Isaac Okoro come off the bench, and he provided such energy and such competitiveness on Saturday night. It was something that the Cavaliers really needed uh, and Isaac stepped up and really played that role because uh, the Cavs appeared to have a, a Portland hangover. We just talked about that tough loss on Thursday night. And uh, when Isaac came in, along with George Niang, uh, that really sparked the team. And uh, they were taking on a floundering Detroit club that's really struggling. And that would have been a tough one to lose. So Isaac Okoro and George Niang uh, really provided that effort off the bench that kind of lifted the Cavs to the win. And really, Tim, I think that shows uh, how deep this year's Cavs team is. I mean, in years past, we saw Isaac Okoro getting some looks with the starting five and uh, being that sixth man type of guy. But now a little bit further down on the rotation, but still a guy that can come in and make that kind of impact like he did Saturday night. Oh, there's no doubt. Uh, and I know you and I have talked about this, Chris, uh, with the addition of Max Struess and George Niang. And I keep going back to the fact you can't overlook that Karis LeVert was re-signed. Uh, he could have walked. So you're right. It's a deeper basketball team now. Uh, when you've got guys like LeVert, even though uh, he's on the shelf for a short time right now, but like Karis, like Niang, like Isaac coming off the bench, uh, Dean Wade appears to be healthy and ready to come back. All of a sudden, it's a deeper basketball team. We even see Tristan Thompson, supplies some quality minutes here and there. So uh, JB now has the luxury of turning to the bench and know that the guys he's looking at will contribute when he puts them on the floor. Talking with the radio voice of the Cleveland Cavaliers, Tim Alcorn, on our weekly conversation here today. And uh, since that game Saturday night, uh, the Cavs have had a few off days just getting back into it tonight at home against Orlando. And uh, this was the week that uh, was kind of up in the air uh, schedule-wise, depending on what happened with group play of the NBA in-season tournament. That, of course, was decided at the end of last week. But the Cavs getting some well-deserved R&R here to start this week and uh, should be really rested and ready to to go against the Magic here tonight. Yeah, Chris, that's the silver lining of uh, not advancing to that knockout round for the Cavaliers. Uh, they would have loved to have competed in that knockout round and perhaps uh, even get that trip to Vegas in the final four. So 
Yes, they were disappointed in that. But the silver lining is, uh, you just alluded to it, a few days off to recharge the batteries and kind of refresh their bodies. Uh, you say, well, they've only played 20 games, but uh, already several back-to-backs, a few road trips. So it gave them a chance to re-energize. And not just that, but kind of go into the film room and kind of get on that practice floor and work on a few things that really have been choppy throughout the first 20 games of the year. So, yeah, they would have loved to advance in the in-season tournament. Uh, but it, the other side of that coin is you got a few days off. You got a few days to rest. As you said, everybody should be healthy and hopefully uh, ready to go tonight against a very improved and a terrific Orlando club. Uh, yeah, very improved is an understatement with that Magic team, Tim. I mean, they're sitting at 14-6 and six on the season so far through the first 20 games. I don't think a whole lot of people would have pegged them to be a 14-6 and six team through the first 20 if they were talking about it in the offseason getting ready for this uh, year. Yeah, I, I think you're right about that. The, the Magic are on a very similar path that the Cavs have gone through, uh, where you accumulate a lot of young talent and you kind of let them go through some growing pains. And last year's Rookie of the Year, Paulo Boncaro, uh, the Wagner brothers were high draft picks. Jalen Suggs, a high draft pick. So they've got guys that are kind of learning how to win at the NBA level. And uh, you're right. I don't know if anybody pegged them at 14 and six, but you could see they were a team on the rise. And boy, they lost Saturday night. That was an outlier. They were just, I think they were tired. And so before that loss, they had won nine straight basketball games. So uh, it's a team that's playing well without two starters, uh, without Markel Fultz and Wendell Carter. So uh, this will be a big challenge for the Cavs tonight. And then Monday night when we play in Orlando. So we get to see the magic uh, twice within a week. Uh, yeah, and that's actually uh, the uh, next question here, Tim. Of course, uh, tonight, the first regular season matchup with Orlando. We did see the Magic in preseason play, but uh, that's an entirely different ball game from what we're talking about here tonight and then again next week uh, for that first road game against the Magic. So uh, what do the Cavs really have to do to get themselves a big win here tonight and get that 12th win of the season? They have to take care of the basketball. Uh, I know one of the things uh, that you like to say when we finish the interview is you can get back to your prep now, Tim. Well, <laughs> one of the things uh, that I've been prepping and looking at this morning is uh, this is a team that really is efficient at the defensive end of the floor. Uh, they force you into turnovers. They even disrupt your offense with deflections and the like. So the Cavaliers are going to have to take care of the basketball tonight. Uh, and that's been a thing that has popped up uh, and kind of reared its ugly head with the Cavs this season have been turnovers. So we talked about getting in the gym and working on things and watching video. Uh, why are you committing these turnovers? So for the Cavaliers tonight, uh, that turnover stat's going to be a big one. Uh, you can't allow the Orlando defense to dictate the game. That is our weekly conversation brought to you by the Sharpnack Auto Group in Willard. You'll have peace of mind with Sharpnack's Buyer's Advantage and Sharpnack Care. Learn more at drivesharpnack.com. Oh, well, we'll go ahead and wrap things up there for this week, Tim. Thanks for coming on the air with us once again. And uh, have a great call tonight. And uh, hopefully we'll talk to you again next week after a few Cavs wins getting into their next road trip. Yeah, it's going to be a tough stretch. Uh, after tonight, uh, we go on the road for four straight, Miami, Orlando, and then two up in Boston. So next Wednesday, we'll talk to you from Boston. And yeah, let's hope uh, things have gone well at that point. With that, we'll go ahead and take a short commercial break and have a look at your weather forecast right after that. 